Limitless. Something that is without set lines or boundaries. Something without. Hey guys, welcome to the Empowered Project Podcast. My name is Jonathan. If this is your first time listening, guys, I want to thank you for tuning into the show. Okay. If you are a repeat offender, guys, I want to welcome you back. I'm so thankful that you came back. Hopefully you found value in something that we've done. And if you did find value in anything that we discussed, please do me a huge favor and share the podcast with someone in your sphere of influence. Okay. The best way for this stuff to get out to people is for you to share it with them. Also, if you would take 30 seconds and write me a five-star review. All right. The reviews mean a ton to me personally. Knowing that what I'm saying is making an impact in people's lives in a meaningful way is really, really huge to me. I honestly try to take a moment every few days and go through the reviews and read the reviews to see that that value is being added. So please, please, please take the second and write a review. If you've already written a five-star review, I want to say thank you so much from the bottom of my heart, seriously. And if you haven't, what are you waiting for? Please go do that for me. Thanks so much. Now let's get into the show. Welcome to the Empowered Project Podcast. My name is Jonathan. If you have listened to this podcast before, I'd like to welcome you back. But before I get started, I'd like to make a quick request that you subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. If you found value in what is discussed, please do that. The subscription and review really help us move up the rankings in iTunes and ultimately allow us to keep bringing you content like this. Also, if you would like me to discuss a particular subject, please feel free to contact me through the Contact Us form found on our website. It's theempoweredproject.com. Now, let's get into today's program. What to do when we just don't feel like it I honestly think we give far too much stock to our emotions. Sometimes we do this consciously and we let them rule the roost. And other times it's much more unintentional. You see, emotions are fickle and yet they can seem to have so much power over us. And based on what? Circumstance, hormones, food, alcohol, weather. How about weather? (laughs) It's raining. I don't feel like training today. Listen, I know folks might not actually say this out loud, but I can tell you just based off attendance at the gym I own that weather patterns actually play a pretty large part. How about something as simple as I'm having a bad day, so let's not talk about that important thing we needed to discuss, or perhaps the complete opposite. How about I'm feeling great, so let's do this. So what do you do when your emotions seem to be getting the best of you? Kind of goes back to the idea of who's in control, doesn't it? We can only change what we can change. So the question then becomes, can you change your emotions? Now, I don't really think you can change the emotions in the moment, but I do believe that you can train yourself to handle emotions when they do come. Having a plan for me is a huge victory when emotions arise. You'll hear me say that to be a person living towards our potential, that we have to train the body, the soul, and the spirit. And that middle part is what I'm talking about today, the soul. Within that term soul, there are three separate but equal parts, the mind, the will, and the emotions. 
The mind is our thinking part. It's where we have, it, we, where we've organized all the pictures and experiences that we have into useful data. It's where decisions and actions are ultimately made. And then there's the will. It's our tenacity piece. It's, it's really responsible for our ability to push on or bail out on, on something once decisions have made or actions have been started. And finally, we get to emotions. It's the fire and the ice, the passion, the anger, grief, happiness, and sadness. Now, if emotions are all the feelings, then how do we influence feelings without experiencing even more emotions? We do that the same way we influence our minds to change a belief or our body to lose weight or grow muscle. We train it, guys, and then we train it again and we train. And let me try to explain with an example. In, 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 in recruit school, when I was in the police department, instructors understood that you're only as strong as the weakest among you. And this was very important. In this place, they would begin to place emotional pressure on the new recruits as they began to see a physical or a mental weakness. And often they would do this by making others pay for the actions, inactions or inabilities of the few or the one person. And this would immediately break down those that were too weak for the job, and that was important. It would send them packing. However, here's the really cool part. As the weaker recruits would leave, the action of placing that emotional pressure on the team did something very different to the, all the people that were left. You see, the weaker individuals, they would leave, and the stronger individuals, they would learn. And then they would begin to see how to think just a little bit differently about their teammates. And as those who begin to think differently about their teammates, they would begin to solidify their will into what they actually believed about those teammates and then how to fight for each other. And finally, as that emotional input began coming in from the instructors later on about a perceived weakness in the team, they would become stronger and tighter as a unit. And this created a bond that wasn't easily broken. It created trust in your fellow recruits, even if you didn't like them personally. Why? Because being in hardship is how we train to understand the negative emotional input. And as we begin to better adapt to that negative emotional input, we begin to be better experienced, uh, better experienced in, in feeling the positive things. I've seen this so many times in athletes as they grow stronger or more confident in their abilities over the years at the gym. Someone who walked in scared to jump on a 12 inch box is now doing bar muscle ups or some other crazy gymnastics skill because they have learned that the emotional input of you should be afraid of that thing has been eclipsed by their physical abilities. They've proven that that negative emotional stimulus that they were feeling is false. This also allows them to better experience the exhilaration and happiness from accomplishing something positive. And it, they do that because they stop dwelling on their inabilities and they start seeing the things that they can do. You see, this principle is true in all kinds of places in our lives. Here's an example that will likely ruffle a feather or two. The idea of in love with your spouse or significant other. You see, in love is a choice made with iron will, not fluffy feelings. The input may be there in the beginning, but what happens when you disagree or, or become angry about something? You better have made a choice about that person and what you want for and from yourself or your emotions will rule the day. We choose through thoughtful contemplation and sheer will who we will love. Emotions are just a bonus in the equation. You want the truth of this? Ask anyone who has been in a long-term committed relationship or a marriage if they always feel in love. And I guarantee the answer will be a resounding no. 
Ask the same person if they are in love with that person. And the answer will likely be a resounding yes. Emotions are influenced by the thoughtful, mindful, intentional commitment and will in this instance. And that may seem negative, but it is absolutely not, guys. The really cool part is that when we begin to be able to interpret our emotions, we can enjoy them even more. Having the ability to choose which emotional strings we are going to play lets us enjoy the symphony that we create even more. Grief then becomes not something that we want to forget, but rather a combination of sad and happy memories that we appropriate as experience and then move with those memories towards our potential. Love becomes even deeper. Passion becomes like fire. Anger, frustration, and guilt only get the briefest of parts in the concert because we have learned to appropriate our emotions for who we want to be and not who those emotions tell us we should be. <laughs> I can literally hear the arguments from folks in my brain right now. I can hear them like, no, I am not choosing anger. Yes, we are choosing exactly that if we're angry. How about, I just fell out of love. No, you made a choice. My PTSD is a malfunctioning set of emotions. Yes, I've got a malfunctioning set of emotions that are stuck in overdrive in my head due to trauma. But over time and great effort, I have learned, and you can too, and trained those emotions to be a part of my story. You guys, you can do that. No matter what you've been through, you can get better. The tools are available to you. Some of you may have had, may have PTSD or been diagnosed with it. And some of you probably just read about it in a book or saw a PBS special on it. But here's the truth. PTSD is a malfunctioning set of emotions. We get to choose which emotions we allow to have sway in our minds through our will. Does it change the pain, trauma, or loss? No. What it does do, though, is it allows us to appropriate that place for something good. It lets the pain, trauma, or loss be something that is more than how it makes us feel. It gives us a way to honor that place with how we move ourselves and others towards potential. I'm not choosing depression, Jonathan. Don't you go there. How dare you? Yes, that's exactly what's happening. If you're, if you're depressed, you're choosing to be depressed. Now, I'm going to hang on this one for a second because I think it bears a little bit more discussion. The human being is so adaptable. It can go through so much and adapt. If we dwell on the brokenness, negativity, and sickness, the new normal becomes what we adapt to, and that's depression. So we've got to find the truth. Depression, pain, brokenness, suicidal thoughts, PTSD is not who I am meant to be. That negativity is not the truth. It's how I may feel, but the lie is that those emotions are the truth. The truth is not negativity, brokenness, or sickness, or any of those other negative things, guys. Listen, I'm a Christian, and I believe that each of our lives is meant to be a full life. We are meant to live lives full of all the emotions. We are meant to experience truth, good things, and add value to the world around us. However, along the way, we will also get the negative stuff in our lives. Think about the good things and not think about the bad things. We are meant to experience all of them, good and bad. But we are meant to live our life to the fullest and that isn't dwelling in darkness. And I believe this happens through my faith in Jesus, but that is something that you must wrestle with. You've got to wrestle with it on your own. I'm not going to judge you either way, one way or the other, but I genuinely care immensely that you do that wrestling. It is so important. You have to find that truth in your own life in some way. 
You are worth the effort. There is a reason that you are here. It may be just for you, but I believe that you are meant for far, far more than that. I believe that our experiences and who we are will begin to define a purpose in our lives that is way bigger than just us. Guys, in recent months in my own life, there has been nothing that is more fulfilling than receiving a message from somebody, listen to this, saying that my story literally kept them from suicide. And then getting another message from somebody saying that my experience helped them in the place that they were in life. And then another message saying how that the story of my grief my grief spoke to them and helped them reprocess their own grief. My story, my rough experiences, my brokenness, my pain, my grief, my story is not my own. It's way bigger than that. It's for everyone. But it was given to me as a gift so that I could receive the blessing of giving my story away. I get excited as life happens in front of me because I know now that it is for me and not to me. There's a reason that we have been through and seen the things that we've seen. We may not know what that thing is yet, but it is there and it is not negative. You are worth something to somebody in some way that you don't even know about yet. Take the time, take the effort, take the time and effort to change your brain chemistry, change your mindset, change how you feed and fuel your body, change how you train, it all matters. It may take a little help from friends, from family, from doctors, from medicine at first, but it will always come down to doing the things that need to be done to move ourselves towards who we are meant to be, even when we don't feel like it. Body, soul, and spirit. When I feel like I'm, uh, I'm losing my emotions now, it's a quick reset, but it didn't start as a quick reset. In the beginning of my journey from darkness, it took a lot longer. But the realization that a reset was necessary for me was a huge step in the right direction. At first, the reset was kind of a big ordeal, right? It, it, it actually might take me the better part of the afternoon or, or maybe even a whole day or even in some instances, like a whole month or two to get to that reset. But it got easier. And like anything else that you put time in practicing, you get better at it. We get to choose. Sometimes how we feel comes in second place to where we are going in our lives. You are strong enough and you are worth it. Don't you quit because you haven't achieved all you are meant to achieve. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, be sure to hit subscribe. If you found value in something that was said, please do me the favor and tell somebody about it and share this podcast with them. Guys, I'll talk to you next time. Remember, even when you don't feel like it, it's worth it. Do the work. Talk to you next time. Limitless, something that is without set lines or boundaries.